You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Inside Access with Jason Lacanfora and Ken Wyman. Sponsored by Stevenson University Online. 105.7 The Fan. Don't let nobody fool you with this 34-7. They didn't score. New York Giants, 16 offensive possessions. Punt, 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 punt. Interception, punt, interception, interception, punt, interception, punt, punt, punt. End of the game. That was Ray Lewis during the Bullies of Baltimore documentary, 30 for 30, from ESPN that they, they premiered on Sunday. And we're talking about the 2000 Ravens as we head to the Ashley Furniture Guest Hotline. Linebacker Brad Jackson from that team joins the show. And Brad, good afternoon. Thank you, as always, for joining us. So you hear Ray there. And, and just watching the documentary, those guys, they talked about how mad they were that they didn't get the sh- you guys didn't get the shutout. You, you didn't give up a defensive score, though, and only one def, uh, defensive score the whole playoffs uh, where Tennessee scored on their first possession. That was the only touchdown you gave up in four games. Yeah, I mean, it, it obviously was a special year, and thanks, you guys, for, for having me on and, uh, you know, to talk about it. Uh, you know, it was great to be a part of. I think a bunch of us are more bald now. I know 52 <laughs> is doing a good job of painting the top of his head because of the amount of stress that uh, we were under that year. Uh, but collectively, as we all know, it takes a team to win a game. So, you know, if it wasn't for the, the leg of Matt Stover, uh, you know, obviously who was our leading scorer that year and was <laughs> accountable for about eight or nine points a game, uh, you know, and, you know, Jermaine Lewis and his, his kick returns and Corey Harris, who was one of the tops in the National Football League on kickoff returns, uh, you know, combined with the defense and then, you know, Trent, you know, most people don't know that he was dealing with a health issue for most of that year. Uh, and he was able to battle through and get healthy. And then obviously with Jamal Lewis and Priest Holmes anchored by, you know, that great offensive line uh, is why we were able to change the narrative, put, you know, the city of Baltimore, the franchise on the map and, and separate it from, you know, being a lot of those other franchises like the Carolinas and the Jacksonvilles and, and, you know, the Bengals who have made it to a Super Bowl but have not won it. Otherwise, you're just kind of like muddled in that area. So, you know, what we did that year obviously was special. Uh, it, it was an accountability to each other, and it was all spearheaded by Marvin Lewis, Jack Del Rio, Donnie Henderson, and Rex Ryan, and uh, Mike Smith, who are our defensive coaches. Brad, we had Marvin Lewis on the show yesterday, and he was saying you guys were so amped up Super Bowl week that he had to dial everything back because he was afraid of someone getting hurt. Giants coming off a 41 to nothing 
win in the NFC Championship, but you guys didn't lack confidence just from a player's perspective, your guys' mindset heading into the week. Well, it actually started before the week. Uh, you know, it started when Coach Billick told us before the wildcard game against Denver that if we beat the Denver Broncos, we would be world champions. So, you know, a lot of people, and I know you guys in the media back then, you know, he, he could get under a lot of you guys' skin. And obviously the national media, you know, <laughs> didn't know what they were dealing with until he got down to Tampa. But it, it, it was realistically – you know, the the confidence that we had. And, and during the week, if you guys remember, there was a famous photo that was in the Baltimore Sun and it went nationwide where uh, the Tampa Tribune had did an article on Jason Seahorn that he was some kind of success story. And I ripped out Seahorn's picture and I put in these fake teeth that were like jacked up and doing like one of the media sessions and I put my face through it. And I never forget, like, the next day we walk in on Thursday and, pre- you know, pre- pre-practice meetings, and Billick is putting that on, you know, his PowerPoint. And then I just knew I was getting in trouble. Like, I was just like, dang, they're going to they gonna send my little butt back home. And uh, and he was like, basically, F them, man. Like, this is who we are, and why are we going to change who we are? And that transpired a week before, if you guys recall, when we went to Tennessee, and Tennessee was all mad and hyped up from yeah. when Coach Billick had the, you know, not the best team the day where we went out there and gave them their first loss ever. And at that time was the Delphia Coliseum. They had lost in two, three years since they opened the stadium. And Chris McAllister said to you guys here locally <laughs> during a week that Eddie George was soft and he curls up. And, and all of a sudden, you know, it's bulletin board material. We're like – the DB that's in the back said it, and we just took it as, okay, he said it. You know, we're going to go do it. And and there's a famous clip I know that Shannon Sharp, I've seen it throughout the years, you know, where everyone's mad and Tennessee, like, we said it, and so what? We said it. like, And, and so there was that whole mindset that realistically it started once we beat Denver. If you guys remember the start of that game, it couldn't start it worse. We got a punt blocked, which had never happened. Luckily, Demons came out. They went up and down the field. We gave them three points, and then we just settled in and locked in, and then we only gave them three that one. And then, like you said, Tennessee, you know, had the opening drive because they were, you know, all on, you know, you know, whatever and giggles. You guys know what I'm saying. <laughs> and then, uh, and then obviously, you know, the Raiders had talked a whole bunch of trash. Steve Gannon was kind of like, you know, talking trash so it was throughout the week. Ty Wheatley, you know, and that whole running game because the the Raiders had the top rushing attack in the league that year. And so there was a lot of talk between him and Charlie Garner. And, and then obviously the Giants and that, Michael Strahan, Jesse Armstead and I, we were good friends, had, you know, same agent and stuff. My boy, Sam Garns, who I played with at University of Cincinnati. And, I mean, they just the whole week, they basically were looking down on us. If we see him in the streets, like they had nicer, they had nicer tables at the club. You know, we're standing <laughs> at the bar. And so he kind of, you know, we were like, you know, Coach Billick is famously noted for saying they don't know what's about to hit them. And we were fueled on that, you know, throughout because we were just disrespected. And, and ultimately, gentlemen, it, it was one thing that happened before we got on the plane and ran over a police car and everybody else on our way to the, to the <laughs> airport. And it was Mr. Modell. And he came down and there was a champagne toast to Mr. Modell making the first Super Bowl and and, you know, that was like one of the greatest things ever that Brian Billick had told us. It's not just for us. This is for the city. And this is for, you know, Mr. Art and Ms. Pat Modell, 
um, for everything that they've been through. And that was our, and then we got on the buses. So you can imagine, like Marv said, we, we were jacked all week because we just had all this and we just got tired of everybody and Steve Young making fun of us and, <laughs> you know, all these other idiots that were on, you know, television doing what they do. But um, so, yeah, our, our motivation started, I would probably guaranteed the night before the game, before Denver. Brad, there's so many personalities on that team, so many uh, gentlemen who had the gift of gab. If there was a smack off, if there was a smack talk off, who 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 is at the top of that mountain? I mean, is it is it Shannon? Is it Goose? Is it somebody else? Yeah, they, I mean, there were a lot of cats. I mean, it, it was, you know, it was almost like the yard. And y'all, I ain't talking about the schoolyard in that locker room. I'm talking about that yard where you know you. They tell you what to do for 23 hours a day. So, um, you know, it, it, it was – you had Shannon, who was probably one of the best trash talkers. We obviously had Goose, guy rest his soul, who was a comedian and trash talker. We all know that. I mean, Rob Burnett, you know, Corey Harris. Uh, Rob Woodson had, would have his little funny one-liners, but he wouldn't, like – he wouldn't do anything right. until he went after it. And then, you know, but it was pretty much a lot of guys on defense. Cornell Brown was one of one of the worst. I mean, there were so many times where I had to pull him off. And I know it's probably, probably nowadays he would have got kicked out of games for all the crazy stuff he would say. Um, and then, you know, being me being, you know, Bearcat right up there with it, um, you know, Chris McAllister. So there was no shortage. Like, if you, try, if you thought you were going to talk to one person, he was going to have eight, nine miles chattering at you and – it was the way. It was almost like the same way that we swarmed on defense. If you thought you were gonna trash talk one person, if you were gonna get the D line, I mean, there was gonna be eight nine dudes coming to get you and talking trash and and so. Uh, but it, it was you know offensively they had Shannon and defensively, I mean, it was a collective bunch of, of wild of wild lines is what we were. We're talking to Brad Jackson's inside access here on the fan. Brad, I want to get your opinion on this, and I I'm just looking back to to that that time. And I felt going into the Super Bowl, and we heard Marvin Lewis in the in the special, like when when they found out they were going to play the Giants, he said during the uh, the documentary, "We're going to kick their ass." So like he he was confident. He told his kid, we we had him on yesterday. He said, "I told my wife before the game, I'm going to get you, I'm going to grab the kids after the game." He knew you're going to win. I felt like the Giants were the weakest team you guys played in the entire playoffs. Like it, this was before the game. Like I thought Denver was better. I thought Tennessee was better. I thought Oakland was better. What were your guys' thoughts as you were getting ready for the Giants? That we didn't really care who it was. If it was, you know, because a lot of people really thought that the Eagles, if you recall, they were kind of trending the right way. And Minnesota, you know, was, was balling out. Mm-hmm. And the Giants just destroyed all of them. So I, I think, your point, you're 100% correct. Like, I don't think the Giants would have beaten, you know, Denver that year. Denver had an explosive offense, you know, and a top running attack. Their defense was pretty good. Uh, Tennessee would have definitely took a behind the woodshed. And and I think the Raiders would have had, some, you know, they, they would have been able to do some things as well. Uh, the Giants got hot at the right time, and I, I just think they were really overconfident because, the Ravens came into the league in 96. My first year was 1998. And here we are in the Super Bowl in 2000, and it's the New York football Giants. I mean, I had, you know, own family members like that were like, oh, man, the Giants, you know, Big Blue and all this and that. I'm like, who? Like, Kerry Collins is trash. Like, what are we talking about? Like, you know, Tiki Barber's a good player, but Kerry, you know, that big elongated throw and, you know, like that that fool may not even make the game. He may be stuck at a bar seat, you know, like 
you know, somewhere. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, what are we talking about? So, and there was a lot of that. And it, and it also fed from the media. Like, a lot of people that week didn't give us any chance. Like, even in the questions with the media, you know, like, like we had a little bit less when it came, you know, for the open media at the stadium, you know, like media day. And there was some media there, but then, you know, we saw photos of, like, the Giants, right. you know, when they had their media time, and it was, like, flooded. And we're like, you know, WTF, like, okay. So so everybody, y'all just going to act like we we ain't even supposed to be here. And we knew we were the best team there from the get-go. And, you know, we were known, and it was already talked about, to our offense weekly. Our weekly model, we would tell offense, don't hurt us. Just give us 10 and we'll win. And it was even worse in the playoffs because – take out the kick return in the Super Bowl, we had only allowed 16 points a game. That's four points a doggone game. So when they sit up here one time, we only allowed 23, and they love to throw the 23 in there. You know, and if, you know, my boy, not throwing him under the bus, but if my dog 51 makes that tackle on kick on kickoff team, they don't score. Like, you have a donut hole, you know, which what we had, what, four or five anyway during yeah. the season. That would have broke the record, so – you know, it, it's just crazy when people talk about it. Like, we took it to a whole nother level in the playoff versus better teams. These are the playoff teams, and yeah. we had to do it on the road after the Denver game here in front of our fan base. Brad Jackson, always great, man. Thank you so awesome. much for your time. Thank you. Hey, man, I appreciate you. Y'all be good. Stay blessed, and see y'all down the road, man. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.